Good morning, Nachum. Good Erev Yom Tov, everybody. And what an Erev Yom Tov it is. Let's understand something. That we're not just coming to the Yom Tov of Yom Kippur, but it says at the end of the first day of creation, Vayerev Vayivoker Yom Echod. Literally, there was evening and there was morning, one day. But we know that in Hebrew, if there is a series of days, then the first day should not be Yom Echad, it should be Yom Rishon. And the second day as it is, Yom Sheni, etc. What's the idea of Yom Echad? So Rashi says, Yom Echad reflects the first day of creation that God was alone in this world, even before the Malachim were created on Yom Sheni. Another explanation that our rabbis give is Yom Echad, God created at the very beginning of creation one day. And what's that one very unique day? It is Yom Kippur. That there's something built into this day, that this day was made as a day of Kapara, a day of forgiveness. It's a day which is unlike any other day in the calendar and it's a day which just like Shabbos is Bini Uvein Bnei Yisrael Osheli Olam Shabbos is a special connection between God and the Jewish people so too is Yom HaKippurim Ki Bayom Aleichem This is the day that Hashem offers us the Jewish people Kapora and Tara and purification. So whereas Rosh Hashanah is a day which is universal in nature, Yom Kippur is a day of the special closeness between HaKadosh Baruch Hu and Am Yisrael. So let's start first of all with the day itself of Erev Yom Kippurim and Erev Yom Kippur as reflected in the fact that we had a much shorter slichos than we have been reciting throughout our service Yemei Tshuva. It, it reflects that the Erev Yom Kippur itself is a Yom Tov. And therefore, one, there is a mitzvah to eat on Erev Yom Kippur. The way the Torah describes the fast in Vayikra, Whereby the Torah says, Petishol Achodesh Pa'erev, on the ninth of the month, to Anu, you are to afflict yourselves. And we know that the fast itself begins on and is on the tenth. So, first of all, we learn from that the following one, that there is to be Tosefes Yom Kippurim, that we are to add on to Yom Kippur, so that if sunset, uh, please God, this evening of Yom Kippur is on 6 if I can just see this one second sunset this evening is 6.33 so one cannot eat until 6.32 why not? it's not Yom Kippur yet but the answer is the Torah says that one is to add on and the concept of Tosefes, adding on to Yom Kippur, both before it begins and after it 
it ends. So therefore, um, one should stop eating at least 20 minutes before Shkia, and some even more than that. Number one, to get to Shul, to be there on time for Kol Nidre, and secondly, to fulfill the obligation of Tosefes Yom Kippurim. Now, usually, so number one, mitzvah to eat today. Number two, um, normally the mitzvahs of Yom Tov don't apply on the Erev Yom Tov. You can't eat matzah on Erev Pesach. And you can't sit in the sukkah and get any kind of a mitzvah of sukkah on the Arab sukkahs. Yet, this afternoon at the Mincha, we do recite the Vidui, the same confession of Oshamnu, the short Vidui, and then the Alchet, the longer Vidui, that is recited on Yom Kippur. We recite that already this afternoon. And why might that be? Number one, to fulfill that which the Torah says, Lefnei Hashem to Torah. Before God are you to be purified. Now that means literally that our atonement comes from Hashem. So literally, before God are we purified. But there are many that learn that before you come to Hashem, before you come to Hashem on Yom Kippur, to Toru, you should already be in a state of Tara. Therefore, number one, there's a strong minog for men to go to the mikvah today on Erev Yom Kippur. Two, that before you come to Yom Kippur, you've already recited the Vidui. We say Vidui ten times over the Yom Kippur experience, just as the Kohen Gadol recited the name of Hashem ten times on Yom Kippur. So the first of these ten recitations of Vidui, the confession, is <coughs> at Mincha on Erev Yom Kippur, Mincha this afternoon. So we uh, have a special already flavor of Yom Kippur, of asking for forgiveness before we come into Yom Kippur, and just a reminder, gentlemen should wear a kittel uh, on Yom Kippur. The idea of a kittel is twofold. Number one, it reminds us poignantly that this is what we're going to be buried in, and it's a sharp and very strong awakening that Yom Kippur is a day of tshuva and we are to literally repent, we are to seize the moment to get closer to Hashem and to the Jewish people and um, the uh, idea very quickly of coming to Yom Kippur in that state of purity. Very important. The Mishnah at the end of Yuma teaches that sins man to God. I wasn't careful about Shabbos, was sufficiently careful, I wasn't sufficiently careful about Kashmas. These sins are personally 
between man and Hashem. And for that, one has to go through the procedure and hopefully Hashem will forgive based upon the sincerity of one's recitation of Vidui. However, I can't come to Hashem on Yom Kippur and say I've wronged this individual. So therefore, and if a person does not ask for mechila, for forgiveness, if he has truly wronged somebody, then there are those that say that Yom Kippur doesn't work for this person, even the part man to God. That's how important it is, the getting forgiveness of man to man. So therefore, it shouldn't be simply perfunctorily. You go to people, you mochel me, you mochel me. Come on. You know if you've done something wrong to your best friend, and therefore no problem, he's mochel you. But truly, those people that you're not so friendly with, and those people that you might not say kachabas to, and certainly not enthusiastically, those are the ones that you really have to think if you have to ask them mechila, if perhaps you might have wronged them, etc. Very, very important that this be done today, Erev Yom Kippurim, so that we don't walk into Yom Kippur with that uh, on our, quote, record card. Now, the night of Yom Kippur has all the halachos of the day of Yom Kippur. There is the minok to light candles, and if your family minhok is to make a bracha on Hatlokas Neir for Yom Kippur, fine. And if, if you, women now, when you light candles, if you say the Shekhyanu, you can't drive to Shul. You've already accepted Kedusha Sayom of Yom Kippur. Those who might want to light candles and drive to Shul, so by all means you make a tenai, a condition that you're not accepting Yom Kippur until you, please God, get to Shul and then you satisfy your obligation of Sheikh Yonu with the Chazan as indeed the rest of the Tzibur, the rest of the congregation does um, at the conclusion of Kol Nidre. Now, there are five times that the Torah uses the term Inui, affliction, and therefore there are five afflictions, restrictions, prohibitions of Yom Kippur. They are one, eating and drinking. If somebody has to eat doctor's orders, eat, but talk to your rabbi. He'll tell you how to do it by taking small bites, waiting a period of time, taking an ounce of water, waiting a period of time. It's very important that you should discuss this with your rub. If you haven't done so, do it today. Make sure that if you are to fast, fast. If you're not to fast, speak to your rub and find out what is the way that one can properly eat on Yom Kippur using the proper shiurim, using the proper uh, guidelines in order that you satisfy the letter of the law and not eat in a usual way on Yom Kippur. Eating and drinking is the first of the five prohibitions. Secondly, washing one's body. 
Therefore, when we arise in the morning, or when we use the restroom, you wash your hands in the morning, Negovasa, right, left, right, left, right, left, to the knuckles. And the same is true after one uses the bathroom during the day. That's number two. Number three, we don't apply ointments, cosmetics to the body. Aftershave, uh, any kind of uh, cosmetics, lipstick, perfumes for women. We don't wear leather shoes and marital relations are prohibited. And children should be encouraged, certainly 11 and 12, 11 to after mid the day, 12 to fast if they can the entire day, uh, you know, in terms of training them for the fast of Yom Kippur. Now, let's understand that the day itself, when we were privileged to have a base on Migdash, was so different. The days focused and centered around the Kohen Gadol, who performed the special Avoda. This is number one, the Kriya Torah. This is number two, the part of the Musaf, a major part of the Musaf repetition of the Shemona Esrei includes the Avoda. And basically, we are saying to Hashem tomorrow, we wish we had the Beis Amigdosh, but now without the Beis Amigdosh, let our recitation, let our clearly going through the Avodah be looked upon by you, Hashem, as if this Avodah was done. Now, just know that um, very quickly in the Beis Amigdosh, there was the large Azorah, the large courtyard, where literally... Thousands and thousands were gathered, and they were standing closely one to another. And when the time came to, when the Kohen Gadol said God's name, they would be mishtachabim umotim v'noflim al p'neihem. They would uh, bow down upon the They were standing very close one to another. And yet the miracle happened that when it was time to bow down, there was ample room for everybody. One miracle. Next, the uh, going further from the courtyard was the Azora, the sanctuary, where there were the three Kalim of the Menorah, the Mizbeach Azor, and the Shulchan. And beyond that was the Holy of Holies, the Kodesh HaKadoshim. The Kodesh HaKadoshim was uh, entered one day a year on Yom Kippur, four times by the Kohen Gadol. And, uh, listen carefully, we don't yet have the Kodesh HaKadoshim, but the concept behind this is that each and every one of us has our neshama. And during the year, we are too busy and we don't look at and into our neshama. On Yom Kippur, that's the day that we scrutinize our neshama the most by asking ourselves, we were each put here for a purpose, a mission, are we living up to that mission? Whatever we do in life, 
whatever business profession whatever we do in life we are we are a teacher we are a mommy we are whatever we're doing are we doing it by infusing God and Torah as an integral part of that which we do and that is the parameter as to how we could and should measure ourselves on the day of Yom Kippur. Now, just know that for Mincha in the afternoon, we read Maftir Yona. The Chavetz Chaim says so powerfully um, the following idea regarding Maftir Yona. It comes to teach us that just as Yona, who tried to escape his mission by, quote, running away, number one, you can't run away. If you don't get it right the first time in this world, says the Chafetz Chaim, you'll come back a second time to actualize your potential. Each one has their mission. And even though we might not know exactly what our Tafkid purpose is in this world, we know one thing, that it is to follow Hashem's Torah and Mitzvahs. Very, very important that we understand the seriousness of the day. Ne'ilah is that time where, according to the Meshachachma, you have Hashem alone. During the rest of the day, even He is governed by the rules of the Bezin Shamala, the court upstairs on high. Ne'ilah, the closing prayer of Yom Kippur, is so important. You are alone, personally, with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Make good use of this time. It's such a special, holy day. Don't, God forbid, waste the day. And finally, after Ni'ilah, we have the beautiful, not just sounding of the shofar, but the beautiful minah of going home and celebrating the uh, kapara of Yom Kippur, whether you start your building of the sukkah on Mutsoi Yom Kippur, but you certainly have your focus that in Hashem I go from one mitzvah to another one and I say that we should please God seize the moment it comes once a year make sure that we utilize it properly I strongly recommend that before you go to shul tomorrow there's still time today to make that list of your personal averos that a person has done the the Oshamnu, Pogadnu, Gazalnu, the ABC is there to remind us of the various sins. And therefore, each and every one of us should put down, I was uh, negligent in Aleph, if you do it in the Hebrew, or Chalti, I ate Beli Bracha, Beis, Beirachti, I made a Bracha, but I didn't do it with Kavana. I was not careful about the appropriate times, Mishma, for for tefillah. There is so each one knows what it is that they require help. 
that they were unfortunately deficient in this past year. And I pray that we all take this opportunity to enjoy the Yom Kippur, the opportunity of Kirva, of getting close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Closer. I take this opportunity to wish Nachum and his family and the entire listening family of JM in the AM to wish you all a Gemar Tova. It should be a year of, first of all, good health and Shalom for Am Yisrael collectively, for each of us, Shalom, Briyas HaNefesh and Briyas HaGuf, an opportunity to grow this forthcoming year. And we say collectively, thank you, Nachum, for all of that growth that you enable us to do, to show the great concern that we are to have for our fellow Jews. Keep up your wonderful work, Nachum. Keep inspiring us and keep challenging us to ever grow higher and higher. Egmar Hasima Tova to all.